Are you hearing over and over again that it is so important the words that you use when you talk to yourself, but then you start shifting those words and it kind of makes you irritated? Today, we're going to talk about how to harness the power of positive affirmations. Let's go get that nugget. Welcome, ladies, to the Life Mastery for Women podcast. I'm Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind, your host. This is where we go to learn to master our life one nugget at a time. Hey, ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I hope I am finding you using positive self-talk. If you're not using positive self-talk, then it is my intention that in today's episode, I give you just one nugget of inspiration towards your transformation. So welcome to the episode. I love talking about self-talk. One of my very, very first uh, personal development books was What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Shad Helmstetter. It's uh, it's a really unique book because, you know, I, ever since I was little, I have talked to myself. I literally still do it now. I'm 51 years old. I talk out loud. If you were to approach my house and I was the only one in it, you would think that there were other people here. Not because I changed my voice. I don't go that far. Now, if I'm joking around with the dogs, I do because <laughs> I talk for them too. But it's uh, it's part of the personality trait of INFJ. We talk to ourselves all the time. It is not like I'm thinking I'm two different people. It is just the way that I sort out my ideas. So I went and got this book. I thought it was amazing. And he does talk about the importance of the words you use when you're talking to yourself. Now, you may not talk out loud like I do, and that's okay. That's okay. I don't judge you. <laughs> but I do find it interesting that our self-talk is so in the toilet. It is very, very, very important that if you have negative self-talk, that you listen carefully to this episode because I want you to start shifting that self-talk in a different direction. Because now, watch this. If somebody comes up to you and says the words that you say to yourself, to you, would you still be friends with them? It's a very simple question to really get to the core of the words that you use. Would you maintain a friendship with that person? And a lot of you, probably the answer is no. I tell you, when, when I really dog on myself, no flipping way would I stay friends with someone by the way that I talk to myself if that person talked to me that way. So there, that's kind of the first awareness is let's label, let's... Let's categorize how you talk to yourself. What words do you use? Do you call yourself names? I know that I have one of the biggest beliefs about that I'm not smart enough. So it helps me to dive into the books and the education that I do that I just constantly read. I'm constantly learning. I'm, you know, instead of entertaining, like watching movies, I love watching movies, but I would would take courses. I would take personal development courses and on relationships or on parenting or on meditation or the law of attraction or the universal laws or metaphysics. I mean, I just dive deep on leadership, on entrepreneurship. I dive deep into many different rabbit holes so I can understand life better. I can understand myself better. I can understand business so that I can come to you with the very best version of me. And I am always, always, always growing and changing. One of those things that I had to kind of get a grip on was my negative self-talk. And it was bad. It was really bad. And so when I when I struggled with the I'm not smart enough, then if something happened on the other side, I'm in a very down mood. 
the attack would be that I'm so stupid. And I would say that to myself. Now, here's the difference between if somebody says it to you versus you saying it to you. When someone says it to you, just like when they compliment you, there could be an agenda. They want you to do something. I worked for a lady uh, one time and she, this was pretty notorious for her, is um, she would call you in her office. You knew that you were in trouble, but she would compliment you first. And then the last part of the conversation would be kind of this uh, pointing out what you did wrong. And I didn't always like it because I knew if she was complimenting me that I knew that the the bomb was going to drop at the second half of the conversation. So that was always kind of a bummer. Then I realized that those compliments didn't really carry a lot of weight. They didn't for me anyway. If she would have left it with just the compliments and then called me in later to reprimand me, that would have been a completely different story. But, but because she intermingled them together, that was a little frustrating. But if someone compliments you and or someone says something negative to you, which one carries more weight? The negative usually, right? If someone compliments you, you're just like, oh, yeah, no, I've had this shirt for a long time. Oh, my hair. Oh, yeah, I got it cut a long time ago. I hate it and I hate the color, right? We always do that. You look good. Oh, well, I don't really look that great. You know, it's not like I've lost any weight or anything. I still have so much to do, so much to go, right? We say things like that, but it feels like they have an ulterior motive, that they have an agenda, right? When I say something good to myself, when I've worked really hard, I get done recording a great episode, whether it gets a lot of views or not, I'm like, ah, that was a really good episode. Like, that was exciting. Like, I really loved the way that I I introduced it, or I loved the, the, I was funny in this one, or I felt like this one is really going to be impactful, even if only one person listens to the whole thing. I give myself a compliment because I, for one, I deserve it. And for two, I don't have a hidden agenda. I'm focusing on what I liked. And I'm giving myself compliments. Now, the flip side of that, when someone says something negative to us, we we have a choice in that moment to believe what they're saying or not. So if someone says, oh, my God, Jen, you have gained so much weight, like you look terrible. I'd be like, dude, <laughs> right? Do I, do, I, do I believe what they're saying, like to the core? It's okay for them to have their perspective. I don't care about that. But now do I look at myself and go, yes, I believe what they're saying. Yeah, you're right. I look like crap. Or yeah, you're right. I this and this that, that. Do I believe it or do I just let them have their perspective? There's like this, this way to toy around with when people are talking to us versus when we're talking to ourselves. So we keep hearing about the positive affirmations. And this is one of my biggest beefs with the world out there is saying, talk positive to yourself, use these positive affirmations, download this positive guidebook, upload this positive course and and listen to all these about health or about relationships or about money. And it's great. They have good intentions. The problem is what I'm about to tell you. And this is the nugget. This is the nugget about affirmations. Start shifting. Step one is start shifting your awareness about how you talk to yourself, how you think about yourself, what you think about is in each category. What do you think about yourself in your career? What do you think about yourself as far as money goes? What do you think about yourself as far as your health goes and your relationships, right? If you're a mom, do you call yourself a bad mom? Do you say things like, I'm terrible at this job. I'm such a bad mother. Do you say things like that? And then do you really, truly believe it? Like, it doesn't matter. This is all the things like in the quiet of your workshop. 
in your in your workshop, which is like where you journal and where you work on personal development, your meditation space, like I have my workshop, right? In the quiet recesses of my mind, do I actually believe that? Yes or no? And it really is that easy. If the answer is no, then let's start shifting it. Ask yourself, why do I say things like that about myself out in public? What is the purpose of it? What is the actual reason behind me saying something like that? Like, I'm with clients and and uh, they will say something like, I'm just so bad at it. And I want to pause right there and then ask them, why did you just say that? Do you really believe you're bad at it? Do you want me to say that you're not bad at it? Do you want some help about being better at something? Or are you trying to like be a victim and you want some attention for that comment? I think it's important to understand that. To me, that's step two. What do I believe about myself in these areas? You know, we talk about limiting beliefs and we talk about, you know, writing all those beliefs down. This is all the stuff that you believe about yourself. So when you want to flip that around and you want to start using positive self-talk, I will tell you what, the words that you say to yourself about yourself in any area are so powerful Like when I'm laying in bed and I'm like, oh, it's like this morning, it's rainy, it's thundery, I love thunderstorms, I'm just going to cozy up with the dogs, I'm just going to lay in bed a little bit longer, I'm going to record later, I put stuff out, and then I go, you know what, I'm ready, I'm ready to change. And as soon as I say that, boom, I am up and out of bed and and ready to take on the day. Versus, oh, I'm just so tired. I don't want to get up. Today is stupid. It's so, it's so rainy outside, right? Using those words that shift my own energy. I'm like, dang, I'm going to start doing that more often. I am on a roll. And I start using more encouraging words. I stop looking outside of me for encouraging words. I don't go to Amy and be like, I'm just so tired today. And then have her say something like, well, why don't you go take a nap? I'm like, okay. Or no, I'm not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like that kind of conversation does not elicit energy. Where I might say something to her and go, I'm really tired today, but I'm going to shift it because I'm in charge of my energy and I'm more geared towards and excited about creating positive energy response for my day than a negative one. It's fine if you want to take a nap. It's fine if you want to sleep in for a little bit. That's not the problem. The problem is the energy that you want to create. When we use positive affirmations, step three, and this is the important one, so pay attention here. When we use positive affirmations, there is a rule that makes it equal. Just like when you're baking a cake, there are rules, a certain amount of ingredients. You don't want too much uh, baking soda. Um, you want just enough so it'll, it'll. I don't even know what baking soda does. It, it makes it rise. I don't know. It makes it lighter. I don't know what it does. So whatever it does. But you do too much and it's going to ruin it. With our words, we have to follow this rule, just like in baking, just like in chemistry, right? Just like if I do this, then this thing happens. So with affirmations, If I do this, then this thing happens. If I use the words correctly, then I get this response in my body. This is called head-heart coherence. So basically, this is getting into alignment or getting in agreement with that affirmation that you're using. And when when I say affirmation, I really could say it's all of the words that you say to yourself. If I stand here and I'm not feeling very good about myself or my business and I'm going to go, I'm so smart, I'm not agreeing with that. Somewhere in my heart, there's resistance. My, my head and my heart are not in agreement. 
And if I could repeat it all day long, I would, but I'm telling you, nothing's going to change. Okay. That's like banging my head against a brick wall going, this feels really good. No, it doesn't. So stop banging your head and now get into agreement. When we get into agreement, those beliefs carry so much power. They carry so much power. Now, listen to what I'm saying. First, do you use negative words to talk to yourself? Figure out that awareness. The second is, am I, am I affected by those words in that negative way? Like, what is the reason I am doing it? Why am I saying this? And if I say it to myself, do I really believe it? And if I say it to someone else, what, is the, what do I want from them? Do I want attention? Do I want them to, to justify what I'm saying? Do I, am I looking for companionship? Am I looking for conversation? I mean, we use our world out there to communicate and we complain about things. Oh my God, the weather. Oh my God, the politics. Oh my God, the world today. Oh my God, my kids. Oh my God, the school systems, right? We use this to, to connect with each other. So figure out why you do that. Why do you talk like that? Okay, then that third step, figuring out what is it that you want? If I wasn't playing the victim role, I would be in power. I would be in my power position, controlling my, my, my thinking, my emotions, and, and directing them in a much better way to start seeing the new reflection showing up outside of me. If I want something to change in my world, you're still listening to this, there's something in your life you want to change. Now, let's figure out what those words are. I'm willing, I'm open, I'm aligning with, I'm, um, I'm allowing, I'm receiving, all of those words work. But instead of the, the, world's going, the words going out away from you, like I'm allowing um, the flow of love into my life, that's going out away from you, right? You're wanting something to come in. When I talk about these affirmations in your self-talk, I want you to describe you. I want you to use words that describe you instead of the world. So right now, it's a new identity. In order to achieve the, the whatever we want, the health, the money, the job, the career, the parenting, the, the love, the relationships, the spiritual connection, whatever you want, you have to align with it. So you have to think, you have to go out and go, okay, what would that person think about themselves? If I'm, if I'm 100 pounds overweight and I go and I meet somebody who's thin and fit and goes to the gym and I'm going to go, what are your beliefs about yourself? Her beliefs are going to be very different from mine because her beliefs create her world. Her beliefs create her identity. So I'm now going to step into new words, new thoughts, new direction in life. If I am using words like I'm not smart enough or I suck at this or I'm a terrible mom, I can't now produce the, the, the outcome that I want. If I say, I even look at a donut, I gain 10 pounds. Well, I'm not going to produce health and wellness because that person who's thin and fit, they don't say that unless they're sick and fit. There's a difference. Thin and fit and healthy and they eat well and they respect their body and they take care of, their, they take care of the nutrition the, that goes into their body. They are not thinking, if I eat a donut, I gain, or if I look at a donut, I gain 10 pounds. Anyway, think about what their beliefs are. Then we start embedding those words into our daily life. When you're lying in bed and you're thinking about your life, your relationship, something that sucks, something that's terrible, flip it around and go, you know what? I'm going to change that. I'm in charge. I'm in charge of how I feel about things. All of these words work. I'm in charge. 
I'm ready for change. How about that one? I'm ready for change. That I'm just saying this in the in, in the podcast to you, and I'm feeling the energy from that. I am ready for change. I'm ready to step into that newer version of me. I'm ready. I love that. That is a good one. Write that down. I'm ready. And whatever, I'm ready to make more money. I'm ready to love my career. I'm ready. Wait, wait, wait. Write this one down. I'm ready to love myself. Because listen, when we love ourselves, well, t- when we love ourselves enough, we do a lot for ourselves that we benefit from. We eat better, we get exercise, we move our body because we love ourselves. We associate with people who are going to complement our new version. We upgrade, we update ourselves, we save money instead of spending money frivolously. We don't take nonsense from our, from our bosses. We stand up for ourselves, we set our boundaries, we speak our truth. We start moving in the direction of which we want to go and, the thing, and we start doing the things that we want to experience. And we start moving, we start getting in the flow. This is where I want you to go. This is what I want you to do. When we're talking about our words, these words in indirectly are our thoughts. They're our thoughts and our thinking about ourselves. And when you have negative thoughts, it produces negative emotions, which attracts negative things. And you just follow the you follow the direction of it. My thoughts are up here. They're bringing in ideas. And I'm going, no, I'm not good enough for that. And I feel that in my body. I resonate with that. And we send that out. And the universe goes, okay, let me show you all of the places in the world where you're not good enough. Well, I don't know. My opinion, that sounds like a pretty terrible life to live. So if you are ready for change, if you are ready for significant change, I have two things I want to tell you about. One, I'm starting to do these these women retreats that are probably like, I want to say like over a three-day period. They're shorter versions and they are highly impactful. Now, in order to get in one of these retreats, you have to do a discovery call with me. I want to make sure we're a good fit and I want to make sure that it's going to be the right thing for you, depending on where you're at in your life and what you're trying to accomplish. But I would love for you to send me an email at the meditationroomtc at gmail.com. If you are ready and that statement resonates with you, I am ready to love myself, then send me an email, say, let's talk and we'll book a discovery call and we'll have a conversation just to see how I can best support you. These conversations are free. There's no charge at all. Now, my programs cost money, but the programs are an investment. I don't want you to think that that it is just uh, uh, buy this or pay for this or whatever. It is an investment in yourself because for me, this is 25 years of my experience and teaching that I'm bringing to you in these short, powerful nuggets to help shift your life in a more positive direction. I hope to hear back from you. Wow, that may have felt like a lot of information in today's episode, but if you're looking for support and a deeper knowledge of what we talked about today, then let's connect. You can learn more about how I work and how you can work with me. Send me an email to the meditationroomtc at gmail.com, subject line, let's talk. And in the meantime, you can join my online Facebook community, Lady Rising, and mention that you came in through the podcast. I look forward to supporting you and connecting with you there.